If you're a fan of the Sly Guy podcast and you want a little bit more slyness in your week, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy podcast where you can get a load of secret behind the paywall bonus content. There's an extra guest episode that's out every week. This week, we actually just released the 100th bonus podcast. So you have 100 extra podcasts over there on top of this that you get to listen to, as well as guest episodes, some other um, special episodes of, of podcast series as a, we have out there and other bits and bobs I have it on good authority that my stand up special Pillow Talk from the Ulster Hall will be up there in a matter of weeks so if you want to head over there patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast and if you're the person that commented on the last video being like here make the Psychic Glenn episode public nah but it's over there on Patreon go check it out patreon.com forward slash Sly Guy Podcast we have also a massive announcement to make this week. The Sly Guy podcast is going live. That's correct. On the 11th of March, the Sly Guy podcast is heading to the Strand Arts Centre in East, East, East Belfast, as I believe the wee saying goes. And it's I'm not just doing it myself. I'm not just standing in front of a room, a, a theatre full of people and talking shit. No, I'm bringing guests. The Butlord, Aaron Butler... And the Goblin King, Kieran Bartlett, are going to be joining me on the night. And guess what? We'll probably have other people there as well. Maybe have a bit of stand-up. Who knows? But it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, The live podcast, 11th of March, Strand Art Centre, a.k.a. the Strand Cinema, as you might know it from previous life. You can get tickets to my show, Bits and Pieces, at the Ulster Hall on the 10th. Flip, good for me to remember. The 10th of September, 2022. Tickets are live now via Ticketmaster.com or the Ulster Hall website. If you want links to that show, just go on to any of my social media. You can follow me on Twitter at the Dave Elliott, two L's and two T's in Elliot, or Dave Elliott Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. And the links are all there. So if you want to come see me in the Ulster Hall, pop on over there. If you want to see the last Ulster Hall show, keep way eye on Patreon the next few weeks. You'll see that there, and you'll see what I'm all about. As usual, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with the most modest of beers, Modest Beer. We've been supported by Modest Beer since day one, and I just want to tell you, drink it, because it's the number one beer in... It's the number one beer in Hollywood, for sure. It's the number one beer in North Down. It's the number one beer, I'd say, in the country, in my opinion. Now, people might be like, well, actually, it's not the... Who cares? My opinion is the only thing that matters to me, all right? And it is number one. So if you want to actually taste some Modest Beer, you want to see what's going on, you want to know more about Modest, check them out on their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. Or if you're like, you know, one of these sort of millennial future guys, you can just go on to social media and check them out, their handle, at Modest Beer. Thank you very much, guys. And enjoy the show. I'm the slack guy. Hello everybody and welcome once again to the Sly Guy podcast, the number one solo podcast in the country with the number one solo guy in the country who can hold a podcast by himself despite what haters on YouTube may say, but here's my message to you guys, suck a fat cock, I don't care. Welcome, I hope we're all feeling good. I am here recording the podcast of an afternoon for a change, of an afternoon, I'm here by myself, there's no snake rat, there's no production team, it's just me and it's Valentine's Day and who else would I rather spend a Valentine's Day with than on my jacksie? Nobody. So we're here, it's the most romantic day of the year. People are out there, you know, posting on social media, being like, oh my, I couldn't do it with this person. Couldn't do it without this love of my life. My day one, my number one. Then going out for dinner, having some steaks and a few drinks. Hey, just be sound all year round. Don't have one day of the year to be like, oh no, I'm going to really treat this person. They make up for being a 
wine girl all year. That's my motto. We don't really celebrate Valentine's Day because, hey, I'm a full-time comedian now. I can't afford shit. So I just have to kind of just say to my wife, listen, I love you. That's as far as I can do. Um, I think, you know, to use the old adage, it's it's my, my presence and not my presence that matter. Now, will she take that well or will she like that? We don't know. Because as it stands, she's at work. I'm here. We'll find out when she gets home. Because we made a weird thing. We promised each other. Like, normally... Anytime there's like something happening, like an event or uh, uh, I don't even know, I don't know other than an event or like a date or an anniversary, you know, we'd always make a bit of an effort. But we said, listen, Valentine's Day is BS. You know, it's just a, it's just a naff day on social media and it's a naff day to just go out for dinner. It's just all very fake and pretend. So we're like, listen, we'll not do this. We'll not do anything. We'll just, you know, have a bit of time together and it'll be a nice nice fun time usually I'd be out in the evening recording my podcast but I thought listen once again it's not the present it's the present so I'm going to be at home tonight will I probably be be working instead of yes but that doesn't matter I'm still going to be in the house in another room she'll feel great she'll feel loved I'm sure I hope and maybe you know maybe play her cards right she might be getting a wee uh, foot massage with some of my Fastlane Intensive Care moisturiser, which I spoke about a few weeks ago, and somebody wrote on, on, on YouTube, they were like, do not use that moisturiser, as if, you know, it, it's evil or something, but I must be honest with you, I've been using Vaseline Intensive Care, and my skin does feel glorious. Now, if there's better moisturisers out there, or if there's any, like, companies that want to sponsor me that provides really nice moisturiser, I'm all for it, because we all know I'm a guy with dry skin, I like my skin to be nice and supple, I like it to be moist, and um, I do feel like, you know, Vaseline Intensive Care is ticking the boxes. Because I go into the shower, I get myself washed up. This is something I never understood as a child or as an adult, how you can go somewhere, get so wet, and then when you dry off, you're, so, you're, you're beyond dry. Like, your skin crackles. I don't understand that. I think maybe the older I've got, the more it's got to become a problem. But now I'm moisturising up. I'm getting out of the shower. That's my routine. Get in, shower, get out dry off go oh no anytime I move I feel like my back like I'm like a human scab my back's gonna crack I need to moisturize and the, and the Vaseline intensive care is doing the trick I use um I use another brand of hand cream and I can't remember it's an Australian hand cream and it comes in like a a green like working hands or something it's called I want I want to give a shout out it's not a sponsor but um you know I just want to give it a shout out and say I recommend working hands hands cream Let's, I mean, this is the content people come here for. Let's see. Yeah, O'Keefe's Working Hands. That's what I use. Big shout out to O'Keefe. Whatever your first name is, O'Keefe, you make a real good hand cream. You make my hands nice and supple, and they feel really good. Because as somebody who who touches a lot of paper, I'm a paper toucher, if anything. If anyone said, hey, what about that Dave Elliott? What does he do a lot of the bit? He touches a lot of paper. And I mean, is people going to think that means dough? Yeah, but it's not. I just mean legit pieces of paper. I, on a day-to-day basis, touch way too much paper. I touch way too many things with little sharp edges. Way too many things could potentially give me paper cuts. Cardboard is the worst of all. Files? Jesus Christ, I'm glad I don't work a job anymore where there's hard files because you just reach into there and you come out and you're in need of a fucking ambulance. Your hand is sliced in half. You look like you've just been scalped by, by, by somebody in the last of the Mohicans. It's terrible. So I need to use these, this hand cream to stop my hands being dry and making them susceptible to paper cuts because we can't have that. It's a problem. So big shout out to O'Keefe and the working hands. Big shout out 
to Vaseline Intensive Care. If there's any moisturising brands out there that want to sponsor me, listen, I'm a man who's keen on a facial. And I also like to be moist as well. I like to be moistened and I'm keen on a facial. So if anyone out there wants to provide me with a facial or some nice ointment or some cream, get in touch with the show. Get in touch with the snake rat Ben. He deals with all those sort of inquiries. But I mean, we'd be, we'd be keen to get a sponsor that involves moisturising. And speaking of moisturising, as I was saying before I went off on a tangent there about cutting my hands, if my wife plays her cards right, she may get a foot massage tonight. Now, the beauty of this is she'll not hear this episode until after the fact. So whether she gets one or not, only time will tell. But with any luck, she will. That being said, I may just have too much work to do, so who who knows? But the bright side is, I'll be in the house. I won't be... Um, I won't be out doing the podcast because I'm doing this here now. So, you know, she can just be grateful, be happy I'm in the house and celebrate because, you know, we are we are like ships in the night this week, which is not, not you know, not a nice thing to say on the most romantic day, most romantic day of the year. Well, I mean, the most romantic day of the year is your anniversary. You know, that's the most romantic day of the year. That's the one day of the year. Um, although maybe your birthday is more romantic because on your anniversary, it's kind of like a two-way thing. You know, you, you mightn't be making some love. And, you know, on your birthday, you might get some love to be made. You know what I'm saying? On your birthday, you might get lucky because your wife might be like, oh, it's his birthday. I need to do something to make him, you know, enjoy himself. Whereas the anniversary, it's kind of like, hey, it's my day too. Don't ruin it. You know, like, fuck. At least, you know, on my birthday, that's a pretty romantic time. All I'm saying is my body's moistened with the cream. And then, you know, maybe I'll get a little snuggle. Maybe I'll lead the kiss. Who knows what's after that? Unpredictable. But all I'm saying is on Valentine's Day that doesn't happen. Maybe now that I say that and I put those words out there, my wife maybe is just like, we'll not do Valentine's Day just because she doesn't want me to touch her. Maybe that's the thought process. No. Maybe that's the thought process. She's like, listen, we'll not do Valentine's Day because you think I'll touch your cock. I'm like, let's not do it because such a it is such a, you know, it's just fabricated by the card companies, you know, it's just totally commercialised, it's BS, when in reality, she's like, I don't want to touch it, I, nah, not touching on Valentine's Day, not doing an anniversary, hey, now I've said that, I think I've rumbled her, so I'm going to go home, and I'm going to I'm going to ask her, I'm going to sit her down, I'm going to say, can I ask you a question, she's going to go, what, and I'm going to go, is it true you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, because you don't want to touch my penis, and if she just goes, <laughs> You know, like at the end of Scooby-Doo and they pull the mask off oh you got me I'll be like quite offended you know I'll be quite hurt you know it'll upset me but we'll move past it I'll hop in the shower I'll moisten myself I'll feel good about myself I'll cry when I'm in there but put the moisturiser on and I'll start over again and we'll move forward and we'll hope things are going to be alright but that's the plan for tonight now that being said did we say we'd not do Valentine's Day yes did I still feel in the back of my mind and element of guilt of not getting anything yes so did I go to Marks and Spencer's and get a dining meal for two yes I did did I get a bottle of, of champers for her yes did I drink no so will she drink a whole who knows if she'll drink a full bottle of champagne or Prosecco or whatever the fuck it is tonight and then go to work at six in the morning that might be entertainment on and of itself but the options there 
She can do what she wants. We'll have a nice romantic dinner. I'll not have to be out doing the podcast. I'll not have to spend Valentine's Day with the snake rat. Now, he wanted last week off. He said, listen, Dave, I can't do the podcast this week. Can I just do a day off? You've given me too much, too much to edit for the Patreon. There's too many guest episodes. I have to do this fucking Champions League weird. In fact, what I'm going to do right now in the podcast is I'm going to, I'm going to send him a voice note here right now, live into his ear to say, listen, here we are. Um... Hi Ben, we're live in the podcast here. I told people I was going to send you a voice note and I'm just going to do this now. Can you please tell me when the Champions League of Weird is going to be ready? People need to know. And send me a voice note so I can play it in the podcast. And if it's rude, you have to edit it out yourself. Thanks. Um, so we'll see what he says about that. But he said, listen, I can't do it. I just need a break. I need time if I have to do too much editing. And I'm sort of going, well, you do know time is money, Ben. And... You know, you need to be here. We get the same amount of hours as the day all together, all 24 hours in a day, as Molly May said. Molly May called it. Molly Molly May is now my number one influencer before in Love Island, and she came on and was like, I'm an influencer. I was like, you're a twat. But now I'm like, nah, you've influenced me. You're honest. You know, you're straight. Not, not that that's, not that anyone's not, I mean, you know, you're honest, you're straight up, I don't mean you're heterosexual, because I mean, I'm, I welcome, you know, all gay people and all as well, but um, she's true, you know, what she said, she was basically like, listen, homeless people shouldn't be homeless, they should just go out and buy a house, because we all the same hours in the day, they should just go out, sort themselves out, get off the street and buy a house, and you know what, she got a lot of hate about that, a lot of people, you know, giving her jip, but I mean, listen, it's her opinion, and what she said, as she said, factually accurate, there are only 24 hours in a day, everybody gets the same 24 hours, there are, yes, there are other factors involved in people maybe being homeless, that maybe she neglected, but she doesn't care, because she's a number one boss bitch, a number one boss bitches, just they, all they care about is number one. They're like, listen, if I can do it, you can do it. I'm a number one boss bitch. And you know what's, what I don't think is number one? I'm in this office here, and I've just realised my fucking radiator's not on, freezing my balls off. But I'm a number one boss bitch too, and I've realised, listen, my radiator's off, I'm going to put it on, because I get the same 24 hours in a day as everyone else. You know, now, do people make the most of their 24 hours in their day? Like some people do, nah. Like DTRJ, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, that motherfucker. He is. He potentially has more. Like, I don't know how he does what he does, other than potentially, you know, using some kind of pretty sweet gear to like, you know, keep him going. But um, he works out. He, he, I think Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes to bed at two a.m. and gets up at half past two. So he goes to bed at two. He gets up at half two, he works out till like six, and then by the time you get out of bed and you look at your phone, he's there in the iron paradise, soaking in sweat, giving you some motivational quotes as if he is Tommy Smith himself, but there's only one Tommy Smith, and um, he's out there and he's like, "Do you?" Sm-? he doesn't do his, he should do his things a bit more, he should be giving it some of that in the iron paradise, then he goes and he films like seven films in a day, comes home, sees his family for like 10 minutes or whatever doesn't put them on Instagram because uh, boring and then what he does is he just gets fucking bladdered on tequila he's like yeah mana they're all next a bottle of terramana tequila and then you know eats a big fucking muffin goes to bed 2 o'clock up to what's going to happen is he'll just die one day because he does too much so there are 24 hours in a day 
you should take some of the time to rest. Especially when you're a big, huge juggernaut of a man like him. He's like, what, 260 pounds or whatever, and he's about 1% body fat. That's a lot of energy to get that big rig up and running like. Once that big rig's up and running, it's a juggernaut. It takes a bit of to get going. So surely it must crash at some point. You know, a big unit like that, but... All I'm saying is it works for him. He's motivated. He motivates me. I see him up in the morning. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't get up and work out. Now I'm like, oh, shit. I should get up and like eat some Cocoa Pops or something here and just, you know, be awake. Like, that's the biggest thing about The Rock that I that I often think is when he's getting tequila into him, doing business meetings at like half one at night, his house will be quiet. His missus must be like, Dwayne, Jerry, Dwayne, fuck up. We're trying to sleep up here, would you? Go to bed. And he's like, finally. And she's like, I don't, no one, no one gets a, nobody cares, Dwayne, that you're drinking tequila and eating fucking French toast at half one in the morning. Go to bed. The kids are awake. You've woken the dog. What the fuck? You're not inspiring anyone. People think you're an alco. Get to bed. And he's like, all right, maybe I should go into bed. And maybe that's what wires him. Is he eats sugar and drinks tequila before he's asleep? And he's like, I can't sleep. Ugh. But who knows? All I'm saying is, the CMRs in the days of the rock, Molly May is the same time. We're all friends here. We got to work harder. Homeless people do better. That's what Molly May was trying to say. You know, that's what we're all about here. Do better. Go to get yourselves, get your duvets off or whatever you have. Get your wee tents, fold them up. Make your way into stages and go. I'm buying a house. Twenty four. Just go in and go. I'm buying a house. Twenty four hours. What are you doing? What are you going to say? And people be like, I don't know what this guy's up to. Hey, that's what's up. That's what's up, 24 hours a day. And then maybe almost people just need to start drinking tequila at 1am. That's where we're at. I don't know how I got off on that from talking about um, Valentine's Day. But yeah, we've got the dining, the, the dining meal for two, which, again, I had to go over and above buying the regular fucking dining for two because my wife's a vegetarian so you know whenever what do we get we went for now bear in mind i know for a fact the sensei listens to this and he's like monitoring my diet and i have to do a check-in with him today and i haven't lost any weight this week and i've been so strict and i've trained and i've walked so hey man do better at your job um but I'm going to take a wee evening off. Now, today, again, this is the mindset I'm trying to focus on. You know, it's 24-hour day, this rock shit. I um, I got up this morning, albeit about probably 7.30. You know, not it's not 2.30, but I mean, those extra five hours, what are we doing anyway? But I got up early this morning, um, brought my kids to their grandparents because I, I have to work today. Um, so brought them to their, their grannies, and then I went and brought, walked the dog, took the dog on a big walk, got my steps up, like right now the steps are sitting at, you know, it's, it's 10 to 3 of a of Valentine's Day afternoon, and my steps are at, oh I, 69 floors, nah, on Valentine's Day, who are, 8,307, we'll kill that 10k, no sweat, so took the dog for a big walk, got back to the house, lifted some weights, you know, wearing my hardest worker in the room, rock t-shirt, whatever. And then um, had some breakfast, did a bit of work, worked through some admin, and now I have a load of writing to do. So I have to go from this, and I have to just do a lot of writing. But this is it. This is the new the new routine, the new the new job, so to speak. 
which is, yeah, stressful. You know, I'd much rather be just playing FIFA, but, you know, you have to organise yourself a little bit better, get things done, because, again, you use those 24 hours. And this week I'm going away to London. I'm opening for Shane Todd at the Leicester Square Theatre on Thursday, and I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm actually doing Lavery's Comedy Club on Wednesday night as well. I'm supposed to be doing that on Thursday too, but then dickhead here, forgot he's going to London. So um, we'll do Lavery's on Wednesdays. Wednesday and try some new stuff I'm glad to see Lavery's back actually it's great to see one of the best clubs back out there again you know it is it's good to see a lot of reports have been fantastic about it being back can't wait to get back back there again I was doing Pug Uglies on Thursday past which by the way another very fun night you know really the acts did really well it was I mean I'm going to say it was a nice audience With the exception of a, a couple of people. Now, one person was the the worst audience member I've ever seen. Ever at a gig. You know, again, I gotta be, I was not gonna talk about this on this podcast because I really let go about it on the Extra Saga podcast, exclusively on patreon.com forward slash Saga podcast. But I feel like. You know, the, the audience there are just the patrons, so there's hundreds of people over on Patreon. They all listen. That's fine. Thousands of people listen to the audio of this. Now, some people think, well, YouTube only gets a few hundred. Fuck up. <laughs> YouTube only, you don't get enough views. Who cares? The audio listens are high as fuck. All right? So I don't care. But on this platform, I want to say, if you go to a comedy club and you are a miserable cunt... Go home. Don't sit in the front row with your face like this and your green hair. We'll talk about stereotypes, but accurate. Sit in the front row. And when someone's going to talk to you in a pleasant way, because here's the thing, you always start off pleasant. You know, what's your name? That's none of your business. In that instant, with, you know, all only love and respect in my heart, like, I only mean this with all the love I have. You, as an act should be able to kick that person in the face. If they're within punting distance, you, you know, if someone's that rude, you should be able to volley them like Kurtzuma would vo- volley your pussy. Like, you know, you should be allowed to do that. And then you ask further questions and they just sit and look at you like this. You're like, I look at them and I'm like, you know what? I'm not for hitting. You know, I don't think you should smack your children. You shouldn't, you shouldn't smack your kids. Well, if you've boys, you can. If you've girls, don't you know? Don't don't hit girls. But if you have a boy, kick the shit out of them. This particular person needed smacked by her parents. She's, I was like, why are you? Then her friends were there, having a nice time, enjoying the comedy, and then this. Mm, I like to sit at home and watch Digimon. <laughs> I like to sit at home and I like to do Wordle by myself. I like to be on. Discord and I like to watch Digimon. I like to dye my hair green and wear fingerless gloves. Don't come to comedy. Go fuck yourself in your bedroom with an alien shaped dildo that's bright yellow like Pikachu's tail. Hey, how about that? Do that. Don't come to gigs. Go fuck yourself. But that's what we're dealing with there. Then, another audience member, thank goodness, not my watch. Because if this fucker did this on my watch, I would have gone there, down in the audience, and I woke him. He fell asleep. He's lying there, conked out. And I thought, 
wow, you know, maybe someone's just got to, like, because listen, if anyone's going to fall asleep, I'm going to fall asleep. I've fallen asleep live on a podcast before. I've fallen asleep in the cinema. I've fallen asleep on an open top bus in New York City, but not at a comedy club. <laughs> you know, and I like the guy, you know, the guy I fell asleep, but respect for, he wasn't ruining the night. That fucking miserable, sarpist, fucking anime loving twat in the front row, she had a problem. Mmm. Here's another thing. See if you're at a comedy gig and you're stupid enough to give some chat to the comedian and it's wick chat. And if the comedian puts you down, take the L. Just go, all right, I'm sorry. Don't keep talking back because nobody likes you. Your banter is shit. Your patter is weak. And again, back to the bedroom with the fucking Digimon Hayachi. Bye. Out of my face. Sick of it. Didn't want to talk about that. That fucking wind me up. But hopefully, at Lavery's this week, this hopefully this woman is blacklisted from all comedy gigs. But, uh, and that is if she is a woman. I apologise. She'll probably be like, I actually don't identify. You know what you do identify as? A bellend. There you go. Take that. Take your pronouns. Fold them all up real good. And in the words of Dwayne The Rock Johnson, DTRJ, turn that bitch sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. But anyway, as as one of my heroes, Donald Trump, would say, I wish her well. I wish her well. We shall move on to the next one. I don't have Ben here today to tell me what to say. But hopefully, um, Lavery's is a lot of fun. Hopefully, um, she and show in London will be a lot of fun. And speaking of not a lot of fun, here's this piece of shit, Ben, snake rap with, with when the Champions League weird's going to be out. I would say let's go for next Friday or Thursday or Wednesday. Wednesday be better. Next Wednesday. Write that down. Next Wednesday, it'll be out. There you go. It's on the podcast. Next Wednesday, the Champions League of Weird final will be out. So you've called it. It's there. It's in front of everybody. Enjoy it. He knows that now. Let me just go through some questions because, again, he's not here today to keep me in line. I could lose a run of myself. It's Valentine's Day. I need to go home and moisturise more. Um, let me see what, what you fantastic listeners have had to say. Oh, fantastic. Um, let's see. I'm tagging Lavery's post. Brilliant. There you go. Wednesday, 16th of February. Beautiful. Myself, Colin Geddes. William Thompson. What a lot of fun that is. Beautiful. Beautiful. Love to see it. Right, listeners' questions. Um, Hold on a second. What else is funny is I've got to do another poster at Pugs here. And um, I've had to get images of an act redone. Um, (laughs) Let me see. Because the, the person making the poster was like, not these aren't good enough um so we need to get more done so hold on let me see going back this is this is great podcast content there you go um on request there you go boom that's that son so work let's see the questions here i'm stuck in the uh in the whatsapp now this is a problem seeing your full time busier boy you know much busier boy which is great but also i can't handle all the admin um Ben said TNC's apply. Producer reserves the right to change date at any time. Hey, man, come to work. Naomi Mitchell has said, if you're wondering what to wear for your next Ulster Hall show, look no further, which, by the way, 
I watched Monster Hall Show back. You know, very enjoyable. Very happy with how it went. You know, the edit uh, should be ready pretty soon. But there's not ever been a fatter bastard ever on stage than me that day. So that's the big reason why why I'm trying to... Um, you know, lose a bit of weight and exercise like The Rock. So I'm feeling good today. I'm eating well and I'm, and I'm feeling pretty good. Apart from my, uh, I said that's what, what distracted me when I was talking about my dining in for two at Marxies. What do we get today? We got um, Dauphin Wild Potatoes because my wife loves cheese. Um, we got like a camembert. So you get, with the dining in meal for two, which by the way, when you get to my age, like mid 30s, that's when you, that's how you know you're old. When you know you're old is when you get buzzing about a dine-in for two meal in Marks and Spencer's. That's how you know the hill is here. You've been to the top and you're down the other side. You're over the hill when that excites you. That's how you know. That's the go-to knowledge of being too old is you get excited about a dine-in for two. But, I mean, it's a great deal. 20 quid. I mean, sometimes you do it for 10. But, I mean, a Valentine's Day, special days. Nah, it's at 20 quid. So you get a starter, a main, a side, a dessert... And I bought a, a, a fizz. So she got some fucking Prosecco rosé shit. And uh, obviously I don't drink because I'm an athlete. Um, I'll just probably drink water or a cup of tea because as well as an athlete, I'm a very exciting guy. I'm an exciting, non-boring guy. And uh, I think we got, for starter, a little camembert pot. So we got that, a little bit of bread. Boop, boop. It'd be pretty nice. The main I got was a steak, obviously, because you got to treat yourself, you know. But with her being a vegetarian, I got her these, like, chicken Kiev things, which is weird. They're called chicken Kievs. They should be called, like, I don't know, like, tofu Kievs, which doesn't... I mean, tofu Kiev sounds like a sort of guy that you, you know, would be friends with on the estate that would be able to get you anything. I just head around to tofu Kievs, and he's a guy who wear tie-dye a lot. You know, tofu Kiev, he's not smicked out. You know, he would be able to get you anything to smoke weed. He's got weed plants in his house, Tofu Cave. And if you go around to Tofu Caves, he'll get you anything like it's off the off the dark web. Tofu Cave's a bit smarter than a normal smixing the estate and he can get you things. But, it, it, yeah, Chicken Cave, that's uh, vegetarian, sounds better. But I got her that on the side, so I was an extra probably few quid, which, I mean, I'll, I'll check the receipt later because I'm now a full-time self-employed guy and I'll have to be panicking about that. But... I got that for the side, I got Dauphinois potatoes, which, as we all know, big fan of. And then for dessert, I got these like little dessert pots, which would be very nice, I'm sure. And hopefully my wife appreciates it, and hopefully she appreciates me coming here, doing the podcast during the day, so I'm, you know, there at night. Now what will probably happen is I've not done housework or something else I should have done today, and she'll probably be the shit out of me. But we can only but try our best in this scenario. Um... But what Naomi has done is, again, Naomi, I'd like you to answer this, please, when I throw this back at you. How do you come across this stuff? Like, is this just in your, like, favourites? Because there is a website she sent me called Invincible Rubber, which, by the way, a lot of this gear, like, it looks pretty dope. It's, like, clothes made of rubber. Like, this particular outfit I'm watching is called the Rubber Racer X Suit. And the description of this is, Shown in royal blue and semi-trans blue with silver stri- stripes. Um, through zip. Zip starts at the back of the waist and finishes at the top of the neck. So what I'm saying is, butt opens. Opens around the butt, around the the, 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 the dick. Gets it out. The wang, I nearly said there, but that can be offensive to some people whose legitimate name is wang. Now, what's good as well, if a, a British and proud 
range of just rubber gear in the like the, the Jerry Hallowell style um, Union flag look. But there's an, a, a nice invincible rubber 2020 calendar. You know what? A lot of this gear looks comfy and I would wear a lot of it. I like the red. Red's my number one colour. Um, but what I like about this is the calendar features two of the UK's hottest rubber men. Now, I mean, I am... I, I, you know, I'm open to being a rubber man. So if any anyone out there, if the rubber guys want to get me involved, I'm keen to do a bespoke shoot. Now, what I'm going to do here is open this this image of the rubber man. Um, some of these outfits just look like condoms, like full body condom suits. Um, and oh wow, one of them is just a guy in a full rubber suit with a dog mask on. Another guy is a guy kind of like this guy's trying to look. I mean, I'll get Ben to pop these up. He's trying to look a little bit gangster here, but I think the only thing he's looking is, you know, very homoerotic. You know, so it's, it's a nice look that um, the rubber guy, um, the dog, the rubber dog is, is a highlight personally for me. April twenty twenty two, you get to look at the rubber dog, so we're not too far away from from seeing that. Um, but yeah, pretty sweet. Um, and, and what's funny is if I hadn't said I was saving these, somebody would be like, oh, there's there's the look. That's the suit. If I was getting a suit, if I was going to be a rubber man, I'd go for the full red, you know, homage to to Eddie Murphy. I, I nearly said Freddie Murphy there, which I mean, <laughs> what a slip of the tongue that would be. And uh, Freddie, Murphy, Freddie Murphy would be quite a quite a character. Um, now, what's, what is also enjoyable about this is... Ben is going to get this sent to him now with no context. So he's just going to be sent these rubber men. He doesn't know what's going on. The last thing he knows is that I told him uh, to get the Champions League weird ready. And the next thing he's getting just loads of photos of rubber men. So there we have it. That uh, is, a, is a great question. And yes, Naomi, I think, you, you know, as somebody who is clearly into this kind of stuff, if you could, you know, recommend it. Um, and... We can we can go from there now. What's weird is there's another group message here on about from Pug Ugly. So let me just see here. Um, I mean, what's funny is how readily I had this rubber man ready. Yeah, uh, there we go. Just I've just sent it into my my put my the comic club page. Probably cancelled. That's the end of me. Um, but there we go. So yes, Naomi, buy me a rubber suit. I'll wear it. Uh, Dave McAllister says, let's talk about ignorance and bad manners, Dave. You told me to ask again the other week after you were all ranted out. Yeah, I mean, I'm somebody who is sly, definitely. You know, there is, I, I have the Sly Guy podcast. I also am somebody who feels, I mean, Ben's probably raging. I've lent away from the mic there. I'm also somebody who feels really strong. I think manners is a basic go-to. Um, I think if you can't teach your children basic manners, you know, you should be put in jail. You know, that's how I feel. I feel like nothing is ruder than a basic, like, a please and thank you. You know, if someone does something, just having a wee bit of manners about you goes a long way. And I do feel like nowadays it's getting to the point where people need to be told. You know, like I will if I let somebody out in a car and I don't put a, put a wee one of these up. I will follow them home and I will throw bricks through their windows, you know. It's just kind of the rage that that builds up to me, you know. And I think that the kids as well, you know, I always say to my girls, well, the one that can speak, the one-year-old, she just like runs around like Bobcat Goldthwait, all the time. And I'm like, what would you like for dinner? 
come on, crazy. <laughs> but the, the, the four-year-old will say please and thank you and nothing gets me more proud as a parent than when I see her being polite to other people. I'm like, that's all it takes. A little bit of manners, please and thank you, holding the door for people, helping elderly, that's what keeps society going. But nowadays, people don't do that anymore. And I mean, gets to me. But that's my view of manners. Once again, I do feel, you know, quite ranted out again, Dean. I feel like I, I lost my temper. I shouldn't have spoken about that weird person in the front row, but it did. Harlzo, the balancing dog, has said, the balancing hound, in fact, not a dog, said, did somebody say steak? Whenever I made reference to the questions. Yes, Harlzo, and what I would like to see you doing one day is ba- when I get merch, I'll send you something. I want to see you balancing some Sly Guy merchandise on your wee bonds. I'll give you a treat. I love dogs. I'll let you meet my dog, Finny. He'll just gack all over you, but I'm not worried about it. Um, Matthew Collins has said, <laughs> that's an in-joke, but I loved it. Um, how's the fitness regime going? Um, honestly, I feel it's going well. Lost zero pounds this week, but I feel good in and of myself. I feel um, like more active, more springy. You know, you're you yourself, you're an ultra runner, I see. Just look at your prof- profile here. I myself am not an ultra runner. I would consider myself to be a pretty mean walker now. You know, I'm walking quite a lot, getting my steps, and I'm enjoying walking. If you'd have asked me maybe a couple of years ago, would I be a keen walker? I'd have gone, absolutely 0%. Need to get out of bed. Nah, fuck that. I'd rather just sit back, drink Coke, watch telly. Whereas now, like, I feel if I start my day with a walk and a workout, I'm ready for the day. My productivity levels through the ceiling so I'm feeling much better and um, overall I've lost a few kgs here and I'm feeling good and hopefully now having seen my Ulster Hall footage the next time I do Ulster Hall I'll actually look nice rather than a stupid big bloated fat bastard but thanks for the question and keep I need to say keep me loyal there no keep me um on a straight and narrow by asking the fitness questions Matthew would be keen to um to keep it going and that's another thing I usually I get derailed if I get sick like usually what will happen is I'll be doing really well for a while and then I'm just leaning on the mic weird here um, usually I'll, I'll do pretty well for a while and then like I'll get the cold or my girls will be sick and then I'll get fucking sick and it all uh, knocks me off whereas I got sick last week I got a real cold and I just fought through it went out walked the dog what actually helped was wa- being out and about exercising made me clear my head quicker and I know some people are like if you have an actual illness and you're out walking and exercising you can like turn push the illness around your body more which is dangerous doesn't matter you know it helped me on this occasion and now I'm powered through and I feel now in rude health and I was able to do I've done weights last two days and I've hit my my steps and I'm just feeling all in all pretty good and I'm enjoying it you know I'm enjoying being a little bit healthier which is you know hard to hard to imagine Michael Jardine has said as a father what life wisdom can you impart on the younger generation you know what I think I, I this is this is what makes me an old guy. I said earlier, I'm above, I'm over the hill. You know, I'm an old guy. I love the dining for twos. I just I could rant about being old all day, and I could give off and give the younger generation advice till the cows come home. But you know, that's I, I'll try not to bore people. But what I would say, and this is so generic and such a common response, is that like appreciate your youth because you get old quick like the last fucking from I met like Catherine till I've had kids that's flown by 
it's mad to think I've I've a, my 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 little baby is going to be starting primary school this year. You know that's mental to me. Like if it seems like no time at all. I was young, free, and single, living the best life, and then now, bam, married, kids. No, it wouldn't change it for the world, but it does fly by, and it makes you think. Flip, you know, do do enjoy the pace a little bit, but yeah, that, that my my advice to younger generations are like there are there are things right. This is what I would say. The old treat others as you want to be treated is important, and the biggest one that is important by all means now, is sticks and stones. I think we've forgotten. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. People need to relax and not get offended by so many things. They need to toughen up a little bit. We're teaching kids nowadays to be too soft. I know we can complain about everything and everything will make us... You're never going to be happy because you're a fucking whinge. Oh, I'm, I'm offended by his use of... I'm offended by your fucking tone. Uh, I'm offended that you're 27 and you're crying. I'm offended that he used the swear word. Ah, fuck off. My kids will learn the hard way and I will tell them, listen, see if there's bullies in school, smack them. And see if you need me to come in and smack it, I'll smack a kid up. I don't give a fuck. You know, see if anyone lays hand on my kid, I'll, I'll hit them. Boys, girls, I don't care. Non, Non-binary, I'll fucking drop them. If you fuck with my girls, I'll fuck you and I'll not give it a second thought. But yeah, harden up, harden up, toughen up, learn what a day's work is and, you know, maybe get me in the old man podcast, whatever that is, and just get me fucking angry about stuff. But be mannerly, treat others as you want to be treated and sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, they will hurt you, but just get over it is my point. Um, Oh, JR said... Um, there's a few questions here will the sly will the live sly guy be recorded yes and it will be exclusively available on Patreon what non-romantic Valentine's gift would a non-romantic woman like dinner there you go it's not romantic it's just a nice gesture give her dinner and buy her cheese that's one thing I've learned from being married is women love cheese to eat not the actual like gay rom-com stuff you know they, they like actual dairy cheese um, and are you good at singing have you ever serenaded your wife can we hear a few lines yes I'm the, fu- I'm the voice of a generation I'm the, the non that's that's one of my my number one skills is beautiful singing now another thing people don't know that I'm beautiful doing is a Craig David impression so you combine those two together and you can come up with this on my way to see my friends who lived a couple of blocks away from me ah what about that, Jay? Hey, like that? Sweet, romantic, and surprising. And yeah, so you thought they're pants questions. Well, you know what? They're good questions, and you got to hear my Craig David impression as well. Mm, yeah. So hope you enjoyed it. Um, Ashley Coyle has said, if you were taking part in a comedy roast battle, who would you like to be up against, and what would you roast them about? Well, this is what would happen. A lot of people would probably say this, that... On paper, they'd be like, oh, go up in a roast against Dave, but not with a glass of wine. If Dave's had a had a glass of red wine, he's the person you don't want to be roasted by because I'm known as Purple Tooth, and when Purple Tooth comes out, the truth comes out, and sometimes, mm, the truth hurts. So I would just go up against anyone in a roast battle, and I would, you know, 
Now, here's your here's my question to you, Ashley. You give me a list of comedians or whoever you want me to give a few lines on, and, I, and I'll hit you up next week with something because there's just too many of them. I just go off on one, and then I'll be here all day and all night. And we've nearly done forty five minutes on a solo podcast by myself and no producer. Why am I the champion? Last but not least, John Joe Flood, the sensei, has said, since it's Valentine's Day and some listeners may be single, this is quite apt, and he sent me a link. Now, will it be as good as a rubber man? Who, oh, well, it better. <laughs> man left with chronic back pain after trying to suck own penis one too many times. Oh, no. A bloke has been left struggling with chronic back pain after trying to master that long-rumoured yet rarely achieved feat of being able to suck yourself off. Every man has at least thought about it. Let's be honest, no man has arguably ever gone to such lengths to make it happen. You know what? This is this is like, we've opened up the, the, the honesty cupboard here. We're in the honesty cupboard and I'm sure every man will have at some point thought, could they suck their own dick? Now, have yeah i've gone to the point where i've gone ah no don't have flexibility can't do that and you know i have thought that yeah there is a way you could do it you know obviously if you're flexible enough you could do it if your pace was big enough you know you could you could just hold it up like you're you know a snake charmer and just you know do it that way but this guy clearly he's trying to you know he's, he's forced himself too much and maybe too many times and that's what's caused um the back pain, the actual shape you'd be in, if you were trying to do it, you know, you'd be coming at it from above, so it would be, it wouldn't be like a normal BJ scenario, it'd be like a 69 BJ scenario. So it'd be, yeah, that that's pretty weird, because porn star Ron Jeremy, who, by the way, is potentially going through the course right now, so probably a sly guy, so maybe you shouldn't reference him, but I do remember him saying this line, which has stuck to me before. Someone said, listen, Ron, you can suck your own dick, and he went, yes, I can, what's it to you? And they were like, well, do you? Like, is it something you can you regularly do? And he was like, nah. And they're like, but why? Surely that's the gift of all gifts, the power, you know, that, that, that can't be defeated. That is the number one gift of all time, is to be able to suck your own piece. And Ron was like, yes. You know, I must admit, I do like the idea of lips on my schmeckle, which is what he described it as. But he's like, but I do not like the idea of schmeckle on my lips. So think about that. But if that's coming to 69 position, you know, if it's just one person, is it just a nine? Is it just a big niner? Are you just doing a stand-up niner? And I'm sure there are people out there that do that. I imagine the same people, um, you know, do go to hotspots to try and find Pokemon, but I'd say there are people that do that. I, myself, I'm a big believer in the old adage, there are plenty of ways to skin a cat. So, you know, if you're looking to bust, there's other ways you can do it. You don't have to, you know, just suck your own piece. You know, unless you are a real lonely person and that's something you want. But again, what I would be saying would be, you know, if I'm going to a, a masseuse or a sports massager and I'm asking for, I'm asking for back to be rubbed out, rolled out, I'm not going to be like, what would you do to yourself, Dave? Just suck my dick too much. I'd be like, all right, okay. Could have just said, you know, had an issue trying to tie my laces. Awkward. Nah. Drop. You know, I'm just trying to bury my own pipe down my throat here. And be like, all right, okay, that is also aggressive. Don't be, you know, telling people that. But as we say before, each to their own. 
Um, and each their own. I think it's about time that I go home and do a wee bit of housework before my wife beats me on Valentine's Day. So, guys, thanks very much for listening to the podcast. As I said, if you have enjoyed the podcast, please, if you listen on Spotify, shit, that's what I meant to say. If you listen on Spotify, give the give the podcast a wee five-star review. It really helps, helps algorithms, helps get it out there. I know it's a solo podcast. I know people don't necessarily um, like to watch solo podcasts as much. So, you know, your own choice. But if you do watch the podcast on YouTube, please, I would suggest you, you know, give it a wee share on your social media, whatever. I'll share it out on my Instagram. I appreciate that. Gets eyes on the price, eyes on the product, ears onto the show. And um, the guest episodes are very fun and they're over on Patreon. This week's guest episode, I think, is going to be with Danny Simpson, who was brilliant. So, you know, check that out over on Patreon.com for £2 a month you pay four pound a month you get all extra stuff you know there'll probably be a vlog coming from a wee trip to london with shane well i say i'll i'll try to do that tried to record my set of pugs last week there but didn't have a memory card in so i mean the technophobe could strike all being well you know that will be out and yeah thanks for listening i appreciate it rate and review the podcast on apple and podcast too if you want or i mean you know just keep living your life keep listening i appreciate it and hopefully you appreciate me back because if you don't on valentine's day very hurtful See you later. Bye. I'm the slack guy. What about that for an ad, Red Ben? <laughs> what about that for an ad, Red Ben? Said that well, didn't I? Not mug myself at all.